Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kia ora and welcome to The Run Home this Friday, the 3rd of March. You're with Kim and Beef, thanks to Mick Delivery and Rotoflex by Blundstone. Stability meets the freedom to move. Coming up on our Macca's menu, oh gosh, we're getting into all sorts ahead of a mammoth weekend of sport. Remember, you can get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. We're talking rugby league very soon. Tawira Nico joins the show to go over that season opener last night and also look forward a bit to the one New Zealand Warriors later this evening. We've also got Katrina Rore, the former Silver Ferns captain on the show a little later on to look ahead to the ANZ Premiership season and what it all means for the Silver Ferns in this massive World Cup year. Jason Holland as well is on the show from Melbourne, courtesy one Stephen Donald, uh, also over in Melbourne and we're live to Wellington a little later on to check in with our team, our broadcast team ahead of that Warriors season opener. We also have Beaver's Best, of course, because it is a Friday. We'll be doing this a little bit early tonight. Get those tips coming in. We've had a few already. Thank you very much for those. And that is all thanks to Mick Delivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. Now, Beef, here's another. here are another couple of texts, eh, for your, uh, for yes. your perusal, for, your con- for you to contemplate. Uh, Beaver's Best, Canes v Rebels, first try scorer a Ford at $2.50. Canes v Rebels. I don't mind that at all. Two, what did you say? Two fifty. Two fifty. That's a nice, uh, nice uh, builder there. And here's one from Matt. Beaver's best. I feel like Greenpeace are going to feel up in arms because there's going to be the biggest dolphin slaughter outside Japan this weekend. <laughs> Roosters <laughs> thirty plus at three dollars forty. Looks almost a Th- sure thing. Cheers, Matt and Glenn. Thirty plus. Thirty plus at three forty. Now, you could build something around that, Beef, as they yes, say in betting parlance. Uh, Canes Rebels, who put that one in? That's, Brian. Uh, the fir- Brian. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. First try scorer of Ford, that was from Brian. Uh, Grant in Melbourne, actually, just said, how much grins did you bring over, Beef? Uh, I actually poured a little bit over, actually, Grant, for, um, yeah, just to, to, to drop off to a few few people and uh, see if there's a, an appetite for it in, uh, in Melbourne. So stay tuned on that one, Grant. Oh, interesting. Look, Grant's doing your uh, promotional work for you. Ryan said, Champion. race nine, winger Tui tomorrow, Taimate Diva, top four, $3.60. Is that a gift, is it? Winger Tui. Oh, I've heard there's something else running around Winger Tui that we need to keep an eye on. I'll, uh, I'll dig a bit deeper yeah. on that one too. Yeah, you do a little bit of research. Uh, yes. And then one from Ted, Beaver's Best, Flemington, race seven, horse 15. Legato, Legato, you like Legato. Top four at $2.30. New Zealand affiliates first start in Australia. Won first five before it was unlucky in the Karaka Million. This will be the only time to get a price off her if she runs up to her ability, says Ted. What race is that one? Sorry. Uh, Flemington, race seven, yes. horse 15, Legato. I feel like, have we talked about Legato before? I think we might Potentially? Have. Sounds very familiar. Sounds very familiar to me. Uh, so those are some options that you're looking at just at the moment. 
Absolutely. Not bad, not bad. Run the eye over those. That's good. Um, now, when it comes to the Warriors tonight, babe, mm. thoughts on what happens if they don't win? <laughs> no. Yeah, I just, I just for the sake of the club and the new coach and, and all of them, you just hope that they get the job done tonight. Um, everything's pointing towards that they will, but mm. uh, as I say, like you look at the Newcastle lineup and there's some fairly handy footballers in there, so you just hope that uh, they take that out of the equation and, and get and get a good good start to the comp because no one wants to be searching for that mm. first win come week two, week three. You know, it'd be mm. good just for this club and for the vibe that's around the place at the moment. Get that first win and get the season on track. Yeah, under under the new regime as well, it would be great to see them getting off to a good start. Uh, the Wellington thing was always interesting for me, starting it off in Wellington. I hope they get a good crowd in because they do deserve it. And especially, I think this is this is the time of year where optimism is really at its peak. And so seeing a good crowd in there, which is not to say it'll drop off later in the year, it obviously is very performance-related in that regard, but would be great to see. Yeah, absolutely. And Wellington's got uh, some pretty pretty strong uh, rugby league roots uh, in the Wainui and the like. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine they'll get a bumper crowd there tonight. Yeah, I would say so too. And let's be honest, we are all pretty pumped here at the run home for the one New Zealand Warriors to kick off their campaign against Newcastle in Wellington tonight. SENZ, of course, does have the call there. Kempi and Sam are on from 7 o'clock kickoff at 8. We did, however, have a taste of the season to come with the competition opener last night. The Storm beating the Eels in Golden Point. Here's how it played out. 10 metres out. Munster and Meany, the two options. Grant goes himself for dummy half and reaches out to win the game for the Storm. This is The Run Home, feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. And delighted to have with us for our Maccas feature interview today, Tawira Nico, the former rugby league star, uh, is joining us. Tawira, thank you so very much for your time. I hope you managed to tune into the game last night because, boy, was it a cracker. Uh, certainly was. There's a bit of a ripper and uh, great to see my old team, the Melbourne Storm, uh, get a, uh, a victory in... Uh, golden point, four minutes into 84 minutes the boys played last night. So, yeah, what a great way to start the season, uh, the Storm and Para in terms of that. And, um, you know, Craig Bellamy with the Storm team got a few young blokes in there, but they toughed it out and uh, managed to get a get a win against the Parramatta Eels. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it, what Craig Bellamy had to say after the game as well. He said it felt like a real turning point after last year when the Storm were, quote, folding more than fighting. Was that kind of the sense you got as well? Yeah, I think, you know, um, I was fortunate enough to spend some time with the Storm in uh, February earlier this year down in Geelong and, you know, that talked about, you know, the culture and the history and everything like that and uh, what they've been through. And, you know, losing basically a whole forward pack and coming on with a whole lot of young blokes this year, you know, I think Craig really instilled into them that, um, you know, they've got to earn that right. And uh, we saw that last night. You know, the defence was outstanding. Um, You know, Parramatta should have iced that game they had. Plenty of opportunities last night to win the game, but, you know, the Storm were relentless in defence. Their speed of the line was fantastic. And, you know, just a bit of grit. And and I think that's what Craig Bellamy was talking about, just that mm. hunger and that passion. So, yeah, it really came through last night. Well, when you talk about grit, I guess no one shows it more than Cameron Munster, off with that compound fracture, bone 
broke through the skin, comes back on the field to lead the side. What what does that do for a playing group when you see a guy of, of that stature in the game already uh, being injured in that way, coming back on and, and pushing through that? Yeah, well, it just lifts the whole team. You know, Munster uh, for the last you know three or four years has you know been probably at the top of his game, but he's gone to a new leadership role now. I think that's you know what makes players. You get to a certain uh, time in your career, and you know Munster played last year for the Australians, played State of Origin, but you know in a true leadership, and it sort of motivates and lifts the rest of the players. So, you now for most players with a dislocated compound fracture. Geez, that's pretty painful. But I did see his finger was strapped to the other finger when he taped it up. So I think it just gives a lot of confidence to the other guys. And with Munster leading from the front, I think he came back on, did a bit of a dummy down the short side, dummy to big Nelson and Stoffer Solomona, mm. and got the ball on the outside. And then young Tony Mapea scored in the, in the corner. So, you know, just a massive boost for the Melbourne Storm, having the quality and the calibre of a player like Cameron Munster. Who's mentally tough to come back out on the field and, and play for another forty minutes? David, obviously, both these teams have been living in the top four the last couple of years, mate. From what you saw last night, nothing to uh, suggest that both of them won't be there. On obviously a long way out, but uh, both of them won't be there come the end of this one. Yeah, it's a you know first first game is always a bit scratchy. You know, the, even the first two or three rounds, you know, you're getting your combinations, people working together. Um, there's a quite a few new guys. Great to see uh, Will Warbrick in there last night. You know, the former mm. Sevens uh, yeah. uh, superstar playing for the Melbourne Storm. I thought he played a fantastic game. But, you know, I think there's a long way to go in the season yet. Um, and a lot of the teams have had a bit of personnel changes. And, you know, I think the Warriors tonight, uh, when they play in Wellington, they've got five or six deputants too. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit scratchy and, and a little bit uh, clunky at times. But as the season gets on, they'll start to build those combinations. So, yeah, no, I definitely think that the Storm will be up there. They've been up there for the last, you know, forever. Uh, <laughs> but I think there's going to be some real good competition. Penrith are the team to beat, obviously. And we see them play tonight against the Broncos. So, you know, that'll be a good indicator. But, uh, yeah, they're all thereabouts. Parramatta, you know, grand finalists with Penrith last year. Uh, I think Mitchell Moses, he looked like he put on about five or six kilos. He looks pretty uh, chunky, you know, as a 5'8". And him and Dylan Brown... With that combination, I think they'll be, you know, one of the um, one of the best uh, halves pairings going around. So yeah, definitely think they'll be in that probably their top eight. Uh, whether that's yep. a four, yeah, it's going to be a tough competition. Now, mate, you, you touched on the Warriors. Obviously, they they kick it off tonight, and uh, there's some real positivity around at the moment, and uh, everything that's come new to the club. What are your thoughts at the moment as far as where the Warriors are at? And obviously, again, we haven't seen them play a proper game this year, but uh, reason to have a bit of hope? Oh, definitely. I think, you know, uh, with a new coach, uh, they've rebranded the Warriors. They've done a lot of stuff around their culture and everything else. And, you know, being being, being home this time, it's been three years since they've been home. And, you know, going down to Wellington and going out to the, you know, they played in Christchurch in a trial match against the Storm the, two weeks ago. So, you know, I think just getting back to New Zealand, getting the feel of the Kiwi game, oh, yeah, I'm very optimistic about, you know, the new coaching staff, uh, the players they've got on board. You know, it's going to be a great game tonight uh, down in Wellington. I hope everyone gets along and supports it because uh, you don't get to see the NRL come to town very often in Wellington. And, uh, you know, I think it's a really great opportunity. Sean Johnson to Mighty Martin, but also uh, some of the young players that have forced their way into the Warriors uh, with their pre-season training. So, uh like I said before, you know, might be a little bit clunky, but, you know, we saw the game against the Tigers a couple of weeks ago where they played really, really well. The Storm, you know, they competed with the Storm uh, in their last trial match. 
for 40 minutes. So you know, they've just got to up that intensity and get used to playing at that level. I definitely think there's some optimistic view and this year could be the Warriors' year. I'm very positive about that. Tawira, stop it. Stop it. Uh, if it is to be their year, though, who for you really has to stand up in this Warriors' side? Uh, I think if you look at the good teams over the years and, and you look at the spine, you know, it's the, the halves uh, and, and the fullback and the hooker. Those are the main players. Yep, you've got to have some go forward at the front, but it's... Uh, it's the likes of a Nathan Cleary that can drive the team around the park. They really push the forwards where they need to go to. So, you know, definitely your halves combination. I think Sean Johnson, you know, he's been criticised a lot over the year, but I think he's over the years he's matured a lot more now. Hopefully Sean has got that confidence within himself to lead this team around the, the park. And I think with Tamaiti Martin partnering him in the halves, you know, they'll go pretty close because they're both outstanding players and very, very smart with the ball. But I think just got to be a lot more dominant. And um, if you look through the forwards, Adam Fanua Blake, I think he's one of the most underrated front rows in our game. But, you know, you've got to win the middle of the ruck. And we saw that last night with the Melbourne Storm and Parramatta. You know, both Polo and uh, Regan Gill- uh, Campbell-Gillard and also Nelson Asafa-Solomona, you've got to be big through the middle and you've got to have those quick playables. So, yeah, having some good direction from the halves, but also making sure you've got some good go-forward and people controlling the middle of the ruck. And as far as the rest of the opening round of the NRL goes, is there any match-up in particular that you're looking forward to, Tawira? Oh, I'd love to see the Panthers and the Broncos. There's been a lot of talk over the over the um, off-season about, you know, Panthers have lost a few players in terms of what that looks like. I'm also looking forward to the Bulldogs. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how they're going and the players they've recruited, but you know, it's just great to have some rugby league back on telly now mm. and, you know, you can watch it. Uh, and uh, as one of my jobs as a Kiwi selector, I, that's my job. I get to sit down and watch all the rugby league all weekend. So when my wife comes along and says, what are you doing? I said, I'm working. So I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tactically, you, you've done a very, very sound job there. Hey, actually, and while we were on that front and we're on the Kiwis and you mentioned his name before, Will Warbrook, the former New Zealand Sevens player, uh, Probably struggled a bit in the initial transition over into league. Like you say, I think he's shown a lot more now. How have you rated, I guess, his transition into league? And do you feel like he's kind of got a good feel for the game now? Yeah, well, it's, it's really difficult, right? Um, you know, Simmons is, a, is a, a different game. It's mm. a different pace, it's a different intensity and fitness. But, um, you know, I got the opportunity to meet uh, Will when I was over there uh, in February and had a bit of a chat to him and you don't realise how big he is. He's about six foot five and, and just really built and really strong and fast and athletic. So I think it's just him adjusting to the pace of the game and the intensity of the match. But I thought last night he had a great game. He did a lot of carries. He came off his wing, you know, and did a, did a, lot, a lot of work around the middle of the ruck and was sound in defence too. So, yeah, it's taken a little while to adjust, but when you get to play one of the best teams in the NRL in consistency, you've got to be up at that standard. And I think he's, uh, you know, really adjusted to that. And I'm really looking forward to a big year from him. Um, he has him and Xavier Coates. He got injured last night. But mm. on the wings, those are two big, strong, uh, skillful players. That, uh, and I'm sure we'll see a lot more of Will through the, through the season. Mm, yes, indeed. Tawara Nico there. Thank you so much for your time. Look, I hope you have a great weekend of uh, very, very hard work ahead of you. <laughs> 
I certainly will be and uh, enjoying a few beers while I'm watching this. <laughs> so, you guys have a good weekend. Brilliant. Thank you, mate. Really appreciate it. Tell Nico, their former rugby league star with his thoughts. Gosh, honestly, talking to guys like that, it just makes me so fizzed up for the rest of the games this weekend, uh, particularly, of course, the one New Zealand Warriors tonight. Remember that call here on SENZ from 7 o'clock. We'll be right back.